Okay, okay. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I am your boy, your host, The Lost African, the Afro Boy. And of course, we are doing my very favorite subject, um, or fun subject at that, uh, Power Recap, the latest episode of Power. And we're going to go over what I thought about it. Uh, a lot of pieces moved in this episode, uh, a few plot twists, some funny, some not. It's, it's crazy. We're going to get into all that. Um, shout out to my sponsor, everybody listening to me on my podcast uh, across the world. Quick shout out to Israel. Always like to shout out when we break into a new country, new realm. Doesn't matter if it's 1%, 5%, or 100%. Uh, thank you for everybody listening to me. Shows all the love, so that is great. Uh, but we're going to get into it. So, I always want to start off with positive, and that is how when they always go into the classroom and we go on to uh, show Black excellence, you know, just showing students at their highs, and they go over the book called The Invisible Man, and what they try to base it, base it on is the notice of the racial divide in America. Um, even though this is a TV show, that reality is very true. Um, you know, as much as we try to be positive, uh, we are all humans. No person is perfect, but there is uh, a racial divide in America. And even though we try to mend those things, a lot of people don't like to recognize those things. And a part of that is what you call, uh, well, I call it blind racism. You not... Um, acknowledging that racism happens. It may not happen, or you may not be the one who's doing it directly, but it exists in the world. Uh, whether you are Black, White, Latino, um, it exists in the world. And your job is to acknowledge that it happens, how you affect it positively, how you affect it in general um, on a 360 scope. And one of the, the quotes from the show was that they got from the writer is I tried to look through myself and I saw hate in it. I was never more hated than when I tried to be honest with myself or with that other. Um, what I got from that is a lot of people, um, even around the world, not even particularly to America, like to play uh, the blame game. You see that happen in the powers that be who run whatever country you live in, whether it's here in America or across the world. A lot of people like to play the blame game and they don't like to look in the mirror at themselves, um, whether it's through the insecurities that they have um, or taking blame for the problems that they cause. They don't like to be honest with themselves because if they be honest with themselves, then they have to face the reality of a lot of things that they're ashamed of, they're insecure about, um, and so forth and so on. And for me, like, let's see, when it comes to being truthful in this basis, you would have people because people don't like the truth. That was a, another subject in the book. People don't like the truth. So people have told me that um, I may come off like condescending or uh, what's the word? 
My family used uh, nonchalant, nonchalant. And of course, if I was the receiver to this truth, I would be like, man, what you talking about? I ain't nonchalant. Um, Trill, I'm, I'm authentic. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not fake. But what a lot of people wouldn't want to do when they look in the mirror at themselves is say, well, wait a minute, how do I make these people feel that I'm so, so-called nonchalant? Or whatever the case may be. I have to look in the mirror at myself and be honest with myself. A lot of people don't like to do that. So if I was to look in the mirror at myself and people call me nonchalant or whatever the case may be, I would have to say, okay, well, maybe I'm stubborn, right? Maybe I'm so stubborn to the extent to where I won't even say that you're right until I'm already caught up in the mess. And I don't have to realize after my, my brothers tell you this all the time, I would have to realize until after the fact that I don't know already got caught up in the mess that you were right in the first place. That maybe, you know, I'm too stubborn, you know, at certain times and I don't like to listen. Uh, this is very true. This is the this is me looking myself in the mirror saying, yo, bro, you real stubborn at the wrong time sometimes. But who who can do that? Not a lot of people can do that. But then we're going to move on to Zeke's and Professor Carey's conversation. And what I got from the brick of that conversation, which a lot of young men go through in life, and I've said this multiple times before, especially when it comes from a young black man or just uh, a young man who's lived in poverty-stricken environments. These are more relatable scenarios for us. The pressure put on a young black man, son or nephew in this case, because we're talking about Zeke, which is uh, Mary J's nephew or Mama J, as I call her, that if you have greatness or a talent, per se, to secure a way out for your family is a must. And he goes over that with Professor Carey, like, yo, um, the scout's going to be here. This my, I'm assuming this is his first game back in the season. You know, I got to I got to put on a show. I got to play. I got to play. Um, and it's a lot of pressure and a lot. And in, in the reality of it. Because he's supposed to be the way out, not just for him. Um, it is for his family. Um, so they don't have to do whatever it is they're doing, but they're struggling, just working a nine to five or even going this so far up. It's being caught up in things that they don't have no business doing. Um, that is a reality for a lot of people. A lot of people don't understand that. Uh, you know, when it comes down to it, you don't know what the circumstances are for the reason uh, behind why a person may have got caught up in the lifestyle and street life. You don't know what uh, amounted to that. A lot of people can say all the time. I hear this all the time. They be like, oh, uh, it's, it's other options. And this is a reality, you know, it's other options. But then again, a lot of people can always tell you what steps to take, but they not in your shoes. Why are you taking them steps? So that's the two-sided coin to me uh, when people be like that. But I just wanted to mention that because that's, that's a real thing. I feel like that a lot of the times. Uh, me doing this is my passion, but uh, I've always felt like I had to be the person to put um, my family on my back. 
um, whether it's my my brothers or, or my mother or my sister, whatever the case may be. Uh, I've been that young man. I know exactly what that pressure and that stress feels like. I've told people like, yo, I cannot fail. I can't get fired. I can't do this. I can't do that. I have to make it because I'm pretty much the only man um, truly that my family looks looks towards to come through whether I was young or, or grown now. I've, it's always been like that. Whether they had to tell me or not, that's, it just, that's just what it was. And a lot of people don't like to recognize uh, that pressure can be a lot of pressure. And then one of the most, like the first thing that made me smile and go like, damn, that's a major plot twist is uh, Effie. Effie from uh, Effie from um, Original Power. I think that was like the last season or the season before the young girl that started dealing with Tariq in the first place. She come back in the play, and I pretty much call her the comeback with the toxic lover. Like the vibe was priceless. I'm talking about she oozing toxicness. She that toxic girl that you can't leave alone. You know she ain't no good for you. But damn, she fine. It's, it's kind of one of those, you know what I mean? I've I've had those, you know. I've, unfortunately, I've been caught in that toxic web. But hey, you know, that's how it go. You know, that's how the cookie crumble. Um, and of course, that gets Lauren and and her feelings. She's like, oh, this is the reason you blew me out, boy. She assumed this man got so many females. On the low, he got a couple of females, though, but he ain't got as many as she think. He, he don't. But, you know, it's just so. The man just not having, you know, well, I can't say he not having good luck. Anyway, we're going to move on. Um, So Professor Reynolds, which is the black professor, the young black man, he gets on my nerves. He will be donkey of the season. Like the Breakfast Club, they got donkey of the day. My man's is donkey of the season. Truly, truly is. He he just, I, I can't, I can't, I can't with him. I can't with him. Uh, but, you know, he has this scene to where, as we know, he's plagiarizing Tyreek's life story and selling it as a book. Um, I have, I, I truly have no excuse uh, for the man. I don't, you know. You've got a college degree, whatever the case is, you're intelligent, young black man who's uh, able to become a professor. So there's no reason for you to have to plagiarize, especially um, a young a young king's work for you to make you some money, dog. Like you can't come up with nothing original. It's sad. It's really sad. It gets on my nerves. Sad right now. So Frankie, which is uh, the little black Little um little young man that was locked up and he got out through sacks and all of them. If y'all don't know the characters uh by face and, and by name, he dropped by to see Tariq. Now he uses Effie to get out of the deal with Frankie. Call and I do, man. Look, this hard, this hard. You know, I know. I already knew. That he was gonna call up Effie because she done already called him the game, talking about, hey, I'm trying to make this money. Now he told her, right? He said, look, I ain't trying to make the money your way, that way hot. 
I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Know, of course, she don't know he got his own thing going on. But he like, no, nah, I ain't trying to do that. But with Frankie threatening his life, talking about some, hey, I need 24K, I believe that's the number, for the day I wait. You ain't got no choice. You got to get down or lay down. That's that's how this works. Like, you either get down or lay down. Ain't no which way about it. So we call up Effie. Now, I ain't going to lie. He's smooth, though. Cause he called his mom and his mama tell him some real game. So she kind of made me proud as far as like street game. You give them, you know, hey, if you can't trust them, but you got to work with them, you got to make them trust you. So of course, you know, he playing on Effie and she get it. Like she don't get no sympathy for me because you snitching on him. Like what can you expect? How you, you thought it was just going to be all forgiven. Cause you, you know, you hit him with the walk. Like it's not finna, it's not, come on, gee, it's not that simple. You know, it's real out here. Just because you lay down with him, don't think it's just going to be smooth. It's not going to be smooth. I don't know why she thought this was. But uh, he flipped Ippy and he get a treat. I ain't going to matter. He, he low-key made me proud when he did that. Like, he did. He made me proud. I ain't going to lie. Real GME was proud of him. But um, so then we move on. So, Professor Reynolds gets, hey, this one right here, this one was funny. Professor Reynolds gets the text, I'm meeting with the student, because he's, he's stalking Tariq at this point. That's why I told you, he's really, he's just ir irritating my soul. But <laughs> the look on his face. When he got that text and he didn't know where Tyreek was going, I was dead. I'm talking about I was dying laughing because my man thought he was like, oh, shit. I mean, he just, he's in full-blown jealous ex-boyfriend mode to the max. I'm talking about he doing everything under the sun. He's stalking the person he thinks she with. He daydreaming about or night dreaming about whatever he she thinks she's doing. He ain't got no proof. He all in her feelings about her. See, this is what happens when you get in toxic relationships. But what on, on, on a real life tip, when I seen him do all this, this what popped into my head. Because a lot of females say this. They say that most men, not all men, but most men can't take the portrayal the same way a woman can. And it kind of shows because he like, because it's crazy because he goes sleep with a student. He act like it ain't nothing, right? She and her feelings, he act like he tripping. And he goes sleep with her. He do the whole manly thing. But now that even though she really is sleeping with a student, the fact that he can't figure it out, let alone don't know who it is, he lost out his mind. She ain't going to stalk him. She ain't going to text nobody else's phone, follow him around the school in the middle of the night. She ain't do none of that. She just said, all right, you sleeping with your student. It's whatever. Cool. She moved on. My man's done went straight stalker mode. And it's crazy. And when I seen him, I was like, damn. He went off the rails versus how she handled it. She was like, all right, do you, you know. But then he finds out that uh, Tariq is selling and how he's doing it. Um, that is not good for Tariq in no way, shape, or form. But like I said, Professor Reynolds is goofy anyway. 
So why he thinks he's so smart, this may not end well for him in the first place. Now, we're going to move on to Kane. Kane officially puts a hit out on Tariq. Now, Kane been getting on my nerves because he's been trying to do boss moves that has been strictly been going against the family. So for those who don't understand how this works, um, there is a particular code in how you are supposed to conduct yourself. Uh, and this with anything, you not, you're not supposed to go against your family. And this stems from all of his insecurities about himself. It, that's really what it stems for. You know, he used other people using the, the GTG people, and they a sad crew. It's a really, really sad crew. I just can't believe it. But this is why we're going scene by scene. Um, see, this is why all I kept telling y'all that white boy Brandon is uh, a loose link. And he's he's a loose link, loose end, loose tie. Because every time he say something and he think it's so gangster, it makes no sense. Because he ain't thought it through. I feel like he's just taking everything he's seen from those um hood movies and trying to put it into a bunch because basically he's trying to step big but he ain't got the shoes you know he talking about people moving in on their turf you have no turf you have no turf you run in the game do your thing leave it on you talking about bringing in white you don't know how to do nothing with white my man's tell you what I say out loud. I say, bro, stay in your lane. You making some money. You ain't got no issues. You don't have no options. You ain't got no enemies. None of that. You straight. Ain't nobody in your business. You making money. You good. But because somebody else making money and you know about it, you like, oh, this is my turf. I'll run this. You run what? Now, I'm not going to lie. Brandon did earn his stripes the last time he got put on the corner. We can't. So it lets you know that when it come when it come down to it, he'll do what he needs to do to survive. But he still be stepping to the left when he ain't got no direction what the left is. He don't know what he's doing. He just he just he just doing anything and everything. Um now I knew I knew what was gonna happen. Like I'm watching it. And I'm just, I'm trying to stay on my 10 toes with Tariq this whole time. So I'm just like, okay, when Kane send a hit out, he meet them at the game. So he have Frank. I tell you, boy, that boy used everybody. He turned into his daddy, but he just don't see it. He's like an image copy of his daddy. It's like watching it all over again. Anyway, so of course, he used Frankie to get rid of the hitman that was sent by Kane. Now, um... The way that that backfires is that, yes, you got rid of one problem, but now you got a more permanent one because now Frankie, like, bro, you owe me, owe me. Like, I saved your life. You can't pay me off. You know, you just, you in it. It's over with. Then we go over to Brandon. So Brandon runs in the effie, and Brandon finds out that Rick been lying. He like, man, my bro been lying to me. He been lying to you. Uh, see, but to me, here's the thing. There was a certain point. I be, so for me, the reason why 
I say once you told Brandon what it was, who was the plug, and who doing what, at that point, there is no reason to keep lying to Brandon. Now, you have to manage how Brandon moves, how your white boy, your, your homie move at this point, but don't lie to him at this point because he in it. Is his name over it, his feet in it, he in it with you. So you either gonna let the man be in it all the way or you not. But at this point, stop lying to the boy. Cause that don't do nothing but cause you cause you friction, cause you problems. Like he didn't he didn't already been on the corner. It's over with. It's over with. Stop lying to the boy. Now, Drew. See, Drew got in his feelings this episode. Drew usually hold it together. He and his, he, he got in his feelings over the, the other little black boy. I mean, but he really just trying to tell uh, the other little black boy, like, hey, bro, just live your truth. It's a new day. It's a new era. Uh, live your truth. And the, the, little black, the other black boy trying to tell him, like, hey, man, my family not like your family, Joe. And that's true. Not everybody reality is the same. A lot of people don't like to uh recognize that it may have been it may have been easy for you to come out to your family come out to the world whatever the case may be but it may not be the same way for everybody else everybody wears their own shoes everybody takes their own path uh you know it's it's their life and you don't know what their circumstances are um and that's the truth but drew slipped up as far as when you're trying to be a part of the when you're a part of the family and how you're supposed to move you ain't supposed to be chasing nobody you know, you got to, again, you have to stay on your 10 toes when you outside, always. Uh, but he got caught up with GTD. He almost gets Zeke killed. He finds out that Kane set up Rick. He going to confront Kane, but then tell Kane to go smooth out GTD. Both smooth. Pretty smart move. They are super loose in. You do need to go handle that. But here's what I've been saying. But Kane fight like the character Kane finally goes out and tells you, like, hey, I feel replaced. I feel useless. He pulls out all his insecurities, which I've been saying he been had, but it's misplaced. This is why I always say you have to. Everybody has their shortcomings, right? No person is perfect. And I'm talking about reality of us all. Like when I do this, please try to take away from some real knowledge, even though we having fun. You never let, you always view yourself in that king and queen standard. Don't let nobody take you out of your shine. The reason that I always talk about my crew and my team and what we built and as y'all seen and what I've created me becoming a lost african all that come from we know where each other stand we know who we are there is no peace on this team that is above one another we are equal when we stand next to each other we just have our roles to play i do this they do that i'll do this they do that we cool but when we sit down at that table, it's all mutual respect. 
But for some pair of reason, Kane just been feeling like he ain't got that. I don't see how you feel replaced from your mama. This your mama. And you been you been moving, you been grooving. How how, bro? What you were supposed to see, this is how you were supposed to see Tariq. Tariq is an opportunity for you to make more income. That's how you were supposed to see Tariq. He is an opportunity for you to make more income. He has his role. He has his position. Boom, 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 boom. You still run whatever you run. You're not the boss. It's not your time to be the boss. Sit down somewhere. But, you know, he don't want to do that. He hard-headed. Anyway. Now, one of the craziest things, which is what I didn't expect Kane to do, which I still don't feel is the smartest move because they always say you do not turn on family. Family, family, family first, family first. Period. I don't care who it is. Y'all rocking? Y'all family? Do that. He pretty much takes over GTG, the little crew. Which is why they so sad. They so sad. Uh, he take it over in one fell swoop. He like, hey, I get half. And this, this is one man. This is one man. I wish I would. Bruh. I'm supposed to have a whole crew. I mean, like, how you got a whole crew and you that one man say, I'm finna take half of all y'all stuff? What? You say what? Nah. Okay. Anyway. Um, of course, Kay portrays his family. And then he gonna try and show up at the doorstep like everything cool. He gonna lie to them. And say that he smoked them when he really didn't. Um, but that's going to backfire on both ways. Kane is alone. He don't have no true backup. You can't, you can't trust the crew that you just took over after you just popped some people. Do you nothing? You surrounded by enemies that, that fear you for the time being. First off, let me explain that. Um. But then when it comes to uh, Mary J, you know, sadly, you put a huge divide uh, when it comes to your family and what people know. You got you to gotta be real aware of who's in what circle and when what happened. Like, that's just, um, that's sort of like a, Warfare. It's like it's like warfare. Warfare one on one. Now, to me, then we gonna go back to to Brandon. Brandon and his feelings about Tariq making decisions and not telling him, and he gonna be like, "Ain't no more course correct. Course correct is over with." I'm not gonna lie to you, but that was me. I've been like, boy, who you what, what you talking about? What is you talking about? Like, you in this, in this. Ain't no this old brick. What? That's why I say you gotta do if you would have told the boy what was up, you know, you could have solidified that. But because you put him on such of an outs, he think you could just walk away and you can't make no more money. Because he feels like his he doesn't he for some apparent reason he he don't feel the weight or the risk of the reality of what Tariq has been through in these past 
like week or so, I guess, on the time frame of the show. But like, bro, no, bro, you tripping right now, bro. Um, and to be honest, when it comes to if if you if we if we together, you my boy, we in this crew, we doing whatever we doing, and I call you ten times, well, I don't care what you found out, bro. I don't care what you found out. None of that. You mad, bro? Do you not understand what it is is going on right now? Pick up the phone. I expect you to pick up the phone and be like, "Yeah, bro, what's up?" I thought I called you the third time. That's that's AA. It's AA emergency. Answer the phone. Text me back some. That that don't make no sense. Now he's only justified in the fact that you don't necessarily got a lot of the boy. You got a lot of boy. I kept that. T- tell the boy what it is. Tell him the truth. He, at this point, he in it. Uh, but the last thing, which is I want to say shout out to uh, New York for making this, for for using King Von, RIP King Von. Um, but the last thing is that now Tariq has pretty much transitioned into the streets. Like it, when he meets up with Mary J, it's over with. You transition into the streets, it's, it's it's you you pretty much can't take this back. You've been pretty deep, but it's like it's permanent now. Like it is what it is. She didn't already told you because when she broke it down to him, but I really wish his dad and his mom would have did when she gave him, she gave him the G code, she gave him the street code. She said, Hey, my man's ain't had no right to violate you in that manner. I didn't make that call. He wasn't supposed to make that call. If you Chop his head off self-defense. I, I can't, I have no right to go and retaliate. And that's true. That's that's straight street code. My man's went off.